Do you want more energy and less cravings? You might be on a blood sugar roller coaster. A lot of times when we're not balancing our blood sugar with the foods that we eat and the way we live our lives, we end up with lousy energy and those cravings to dig into candy or snacks throughout the day. Or maybe you need to work on lowering your blood sugar numbers. Maybe you've been to a doctor's appointment recently and you were told that you have elevated blood sugars or prediabetes. Or maybe you struggle with the inability to lose weight and body fat. At the time that this podcast airs, we're getting ready for our April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge. This challenge will take place inside of the Goal Getters Group. It's only $9.99 per month to join the Goal Getters Group, plus you can try it out for free with a one-week free trial. Join the April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge as we work to implement a new blood sugar balancing hack every week in April. The challenge begins on Monday, April 1st, 2024, and is a 30-day month-long challenge. We will focus on a new habit each week to habit stack and create a better blood sugar balancing routine, focusing on more protein, veggies, vinegar, and movement. Each one of these hacks is designed to improve our metabolism, create better blood sugar balance, improved energy, reduce cravings, and work to lower overall blood sugar numbers to improve our blood work too. Join the challenge to have support and accountability with the other Goal Getters members along with guidance from your registered dietitian, me, Brittany. Join the Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge by joining the Goal Getters group with the link below in the show notes. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Your Life Nutrition Podcast. I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. Here on the podcast, we will be answering your questions all about nutrition and wellness while breaking down nutrition misinformation and giving you the truth that you can apply to your life. We will focus on changing your habits and your mindset to help you become a healthier version of yourself and a more mindful eater. Let's ditch the diets forever, find food freedom where you can eat pizza and ice cream all without the guilt, learn how to create balanced meals and snacks, and reach your health and nutrition goals. Let's do this. Hey, I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. Welcome back, Katie. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back. It's good to be here. Yes. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about why the concept of burning it off is actually not helpful to your relationship with food and exercise. So we really wanted to come on here today to bring about this truth, first of all, about you know how exercise should not be used to burn off what you've eaten. So we need to learn to decouple exercise and food. So Katie, can you just tell us a little bit more about like how your relationship with exercise and food used to be in this whole concept of like burning things off? Yeah, super, super toxic and damaging. And that's uh, the words I would definitely use. For example, when I would go work out at the gym, um, I would totally look at like how many calories I maybe burned on the treadmill or um, I, I don't know, I'd find other ways to calculate like how I burned calories. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd always track my calories on my phone when I was in college and when I would do that, I would like put it in like an apple, 90 calories, um, this, and, and I would like try to like literally only eat 500 calories. So if I burned 400 off at the gym, whether it was accurate or not, it was like, okay, I'm like maxing out. It was horrible. It was, right. Cause you was... were trying to eat less than what you burned. Yeah. 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 
or and, at least burn as much off as you were eating. Right. So oh. It was just negative connotation I started to get inside of my head about going to the gym or running outside or whatever, and that vicious, vicious, a lot, vicious, <laughs> vicious cycle of doing that of saying, okay, eat, go work out, eat. Go work out, mm-hmm. and and that was that. Uh, you know what you eat? It, you eat this. You got to go walk. You know, four or five miles. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't really until recently, I'd say, within the last two years, where I can say I have definitely found a very, very, very safe haven, safe place with that. Mm-hmm. It's been okay. challenging. I still have my moments. Um, like today, I came home from work, and I had about probably a two to three hour lull. And I'm just tired today, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of I'm like, you know what? I'm like, do I need to kill myself and go out for this walk right now? Yeah, you know what? No, maybe I'll do it later. Maybe I'll mm-hmm. do it when I get home. Maybe you and me will go after this. Yeah. Like, it's those kinds of conversations in my head that I have now more than mm-hmm. ever that's healthy and sane. I'm asking myself this because I want movement, not because I'm trying to burn off yes. those calories. Yes. Kill myself while I'm doing it and starve myself. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. I completely echo everything that you just shared because I feel like my focus on exercise, I really, I mean, I knew that swimming, so I was a competitive swimmer in high school, as you guys, as you listeners probably already know, and I remember, like, back in the, like, early Google ages, I was Googling, like, how many calories I would be burning off in a swim practice. I even, I remember, like, I can't (laughs) tell you the numbers now, but I remember, like, thinking about, like, how many minutes I spent doing, like, butterfly and, like, breaststroke and backstroke and freestyle, like, the different strokes in a practice to see, like, oh, well, butterfly is so much harder, so I bet I burned, like, way more calories doing that, and, like, oh, my (laughs) gosh, like, I was so obsessed, and then... In the off season, um, I remember when I would be going to like the YMCA or like the gym or whatever, and I would be looking at those cardio machines and seeing how many calories I burned. And like, oh, I would be so obsessed. Like, I have to, before I can leave today, I have to burn off like 400 calories. So I'd like go back and forth between like the elliptical, then I use the treadmill, and then I didn't really like the bike as much. I liked riding it, but it didn't burn as many calories. So I went totally. Stick to the elliptical. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Even though your legs were like burning, it was not. You were like, this is stupid. I know. I was like, this is dumb. Okay. So (laughs) I definitely was very obsessed about that and like you I would be trying to figure out like my net calories for the day like okay if I eat like 800 calories and I burned off like 600 doing the elliptical like okay like you know I should probably do something else to you know eat less than what I burned which is just absurd so it's crazy it's so crazy and again I felt like I found myself eating things that were super low calorie so that it wouldn't break my budget for the day of calories like rice cakes I don't like rice cakes but I would force myself to eat those caramel rice cakes as a sweet treat oh my god peanut butter and then have a binge it was like (laughs) this is not even like it's not even good I know 
so and and I remember like eating a packet of oatmeal and like still feeling so hungry and I mean come on now I look at that and I'm like that was straight carbs like there was no protein there no wonder I was hungry like 30 seconds afterwards like I know I oh gosh in my super restrictive like anorexia days I remember I was like trying to like not eat until like as late as possible in the morning so that I wasn't hungry as long until lunch. Like in high school, you know, I would like bring my yogurt and a banana to like my math class, my first class of the morning. Um, because you know, by the time class started, it was like eight 30 and then I only had like three hours until lunch. So it was like, okay, the hunger pangs. I know it was, I mean, I just think back to these episodes (laughs) just really, we were our own math. (laughs) I know, but I, I just think too, like how restrictive I was and like really just um, limiting my intake to a lot of foods that I maybe didn't even really like or filling myself with things that were kind of like air foods, you know, <laughs> that like, like I ate so much celery and stuff. And I don't like celery. Like I buy celery now for Brian, but I don't like I don't, it. So I, I don't really celery. eat it. I mean, I'll eat it, but like, it's not my it's favorite. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It goes with wings. I you feel like that's when I'll eat it with wings. Right. I know. Cause I don't like all the stringiness. Uh, anyway, we're talking about celery. Anyway. Um, but, oh, Oh, and the whole idea between like behind like celery is like negative calories. Okay, people, right? don't even worry about that. Like, come on, a vegetable is great and beneficial for you, and if you like it, eat it. But for me personally, I, still I don't really care, that. and I like <laughs> celery is not really my jam, so I I'll eat it. But a negative calorie thought, and not that like I'm saying like not in like an unhealthy way. Like I just truly like. I'm kind but of, it's like, not a thing. <laughs> it's not a thing. Okay, like all food has calories, and yes, some cal some foods require a lot of calories to break down like fibers and proteins but just get those stupid numbers out of your mind like you don't need you don't need to focus on that and I think that's the other the other thought too and the whole reason that Katie and I even had the idea to do this episode is because I was having a conversation with one of my clients who gosh I'm so proud of her because she is so far in her food freedom and like her food freedom journey and just so far in her like relationship with food at this point that she was at a memorial day cookout one of her family members is like oh man like it's been a weekend like I gotta go I I think I'm gonna go to the gym to like burn off you know what I've eaten and she's just like you don't have to do that Mm -hmm. and I'm like woo yes preach it girl because you don't and just like you know he sometimes you can end up like missing out on things in your life because you're focusing on like oh I gotta go to the gym or oh I gotta get this workout in you know because I ate so bad and we can just develop this really poor relationship with food this can also lead to that like binge restrict mindset of like well oh I'm gonna go do this massive workout or I did do this massive workout today so I get to and I earned all this food okay you don't need to earn your food we all get to eat because that is a physiological need that we have. <laughs> you have to eat, people. Like, uh, I just can't. That's I just, great. Yeah. It's, it's I just so and, true. And, and I think it goes to the giving yourself permission to eat those fun foods only if you've worked out. And that's a bit really bad relationship with food because then really again bad. you're you're telling yourself that you earned this food like oh I get to go get ice cream tonight because I had this really hard workout. You could have ice cream anytime you want. Also, I think that we can tend to kind of like you know push away our hunger and fullness cues when we're only focusing on burning our calories. Like 
if you're telling yourself that, oh, I, I earned this pizza or I earned this ice cream because I worked out all this, well, then you may overeat that pizza or that ice cream because you feel like you earned it. It's like, why don't you just listen to your body? Your body's going to tell you when it's done. Mm-hmm. I yeah. could go on and on about this one. No, it, it, it is so true. I, I agree with everything you're saying. And you don't... Yeah, I just think it's it's so many times I remember constantly like just trying to do like circles around the block like I'd have like Easter Sunday dinner and then I'd like go out for a walk and be like if I just walk it off or I would like eat like a salad and I would be like I need to walk around the block 700 times like like (laughs) right oh my gosh you know what I hate you know what I hate I used to think it was so cool when those influencers around Halloween would be like you need to do like 200 jumping jacks to burn off a Reese cup I used to think that was the coolest thing ever I was like wow I could burn off my Reese cup by doing 200 jumping jacks and now I'm like why did anyone figure that out like why why do we need to number one be advertising that because again that is the whole idea of like if you burn it off you're allowed to eat it it's this like food permission thing right when really we have food freedom to eat whatever you want to eat and i just i think it could just develop such a bad relationship with food with katie and i both coming from disordered eating backgrounds like i don't want anyone to have to suffer the way i did and it is such a mental mind mind sucking horrible thing to (laughs) have your brain constantly be thinking about how do I need to burn off this food I just ate it's horrible awful I remember again similar you and I both like were really struggling in college right I know very very quietly but I remember coming home on the weekends and my dad would get like so excited to like you know make us pancakes or something or we would have like some sort of a fun fun meal and I felt like I either needed to go running before it or like in the afternoon before I would like allow myself to eat anything else again. And a lot of times I would binge on all that kind of food because I would never allow myself to have it at any other time. So yeah. So it's funny. So, uh, Brittany and I, like we, I no longer live in this neighborhood at my parents' house. I just moved out, but, uh, uh, so my parents obviously still in the neighborhood and Brittany and her husband are here in the neighborhood. But, uh, I also have like really, really close neighbor friends in our development as well and I babysat their kids growing up anyways they were like some of the first people to be like red flag like there may be something wrong with you Mm. um and I remember like I would be watching their kids and like if I would take the kids to go get like Chick-fil-a I would just get that like a salad or I would get like a fruit cup like it would have to be either like a salad with grilled chicken was like a treat for me like that is so messed up and when I would get that salad right when I'd get that salad I'd have to like I would like have the kids outside and be like I'm gonna be running around the block while you guys chalk like it was just like it was it was um debilitating is that the word I'm looking Mm -hmm. for it was debilitating to literally like what was quote my job at the time Mm -hmm. and And in a cul-de-sac you weren't like actually (laughs) leaving that like you weren't actually yeah I was gonna say I'm like I know who you're talking about yeah Yeah, (laughs) and also the kids were like older like but no you're right that sounded really bad (laughs) 
didn't leave the kids. Okay, I just... I digress. <laughs> Anyways, all right. It was a little too far of a story time. But yeah, like, no, we... we no, but you were so obsessed with, like, continuing to get movement. Right. And while you were, like, babysitting that yeah. you couldn't like sit there and like not be burning calories even though you were burning calories because you had muscle and like we're always burning calories um but you weren't burning as many sitting there chalking like making memories with them you were more so like i'm just gonna keep running and don't get me wrong like their kids and me like we're like literally we're all so close to this day or whatever but they'd be like katie like what like can you chalk like what is wrong or like what like like stop working out you know, they, yeah. they were, like, at that point where, like, you know, you're at 10, 11, 12 years old, but, like, they, like, were, like, you know, the one girl who's the oldest, she'd be, like, Katie, now, why aren't you eating? You know, like, she definitely yeah. knew, like, what was up and what was going, right. like, because when you're a kid, like, you pick up on things, you may not know what the problem is, right. but it just goes to show, like, if you were making these, like, unbelievable, like, ridiculous things, like, I would work that same summer, or, well... I shouldn't say it was probably the summer after that. I would go work for our minor league baseball team in town. And it was crazy hours. I was working like four jobs so I could go abroad to Australia. And so during that time, I'd go to the gym really late at night and I would force myself to run four miles on the treadmill because yeah. I didn't want to run late at night. And it was the, like, I, I think I was actually in like kind of more of a healthier routine that summer. I, I really was nourishing myself and eating a lot of food. Mm-hmm. But again, there was so much mental work to be done right that was not done no and 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 it was just, and just the forced nature yeah. of like you probably weren't enjoying running four miles on the treadmill late at night you're probably yeah. tired you yeah probably, like even like running less than that probably wouldn't have been more enjoyable to put it was that like forced like i yeah. must do this yes. amount i know i i yeah. was the same way i mean i think yeah. like it was like it was like fun in my head because i was like really determined that summer and i just like such on my social life so that like, i could save money but again it, again yeah. it's not it was it's this res- regiment behavior i can't talk today it is this regiment behavior that is telling you you have to burn it off. You right. have to burn it off. You ate this. You must go right. run. Right. You must go whatever you're, you know, go do a bunch of crunches or abs. And, right. like, I'm not saying don't go work out. That's not what No, I, I think you know, there's it's such a, you can have movement as a part of your life, but it has, you have to have a good relationship with movement. It right. can't be as a form of punishment. Um, you can't think about restricting the next day because you ate too much or you didn't work out or, oh, I need to get two workouts in today because I have to burn off all that food I ate. Like, right. that's what we're saying is, like, a bad, a bad thing. And, uh, yeah. So, if you feel like you resonate with anything that we shared um, in a restriction sense or maybe you have been building a better relationship with exercise, like, I'm just at this point in my journey now that I really love walking and I don't, I want to be into lifting and strength training and I do enjoy it. I just don't make time for it right now. And, but I'm okay with that before it was like, Oh, I had to hit the gym and I had to do weights and I had to do cardio for this amount of time every single day. Or I was a failure basically. (laughs) I love that you brought that up because I think that's something that I really like struggled with and Oh gosh, that's exactly how I felt. Yes. And again, I think like all that stuff is so great and important, but like if you're anything like me and Brittany I just think we've learned like life is going to come at you in so many different ways yeah and you're gonna go through seasons too yeah, like with our past you can't yeah. be so 
No. You can't you no. got it like you know. And I realized that my past like obsession with exercise led mm-hmm. to health issues. Like led to greater stress on my body, number one, led to lack of sleep because I was like forcing myself to wake up early in the morning or work out late at night. Um you know, I had disruptions in my menstrual cycle because of the fact that I was overactive. Like, there are so many ramifications that can come from also being too active. But needless to say, you know, some people may be like, well, I didn't have a problem being like too, you know, or having a low weight due to exercising a lot. Like, I actually struggle with my weight. Well, that could be the problem too. Because again, if you're always trying to out-exercise what you're eating, <laughs> you're still probably overeating, you know, um, in an effort to burn off what you're right. what you're eating. And so there's there is actually actually like exercise bulimia, which is like the fact that you may not be throwing up, but you are trying to out-exercise what you ate. Mm-hmm. Um, can also go along with eating dis- or binge eating as well. Um, and whatnot. So I know we've talked a lot about eating disorders on this podcast, but this is just one of those disordered uh, habits that I can see sometimes with individuals. And sometimes it's just a mindset thing. Like we need to just turn off that mindset of thinking that we need to burn it off at the gym and instead find joyful movement, find movement, uh, find movement in ways that you enjoy and also working movement into your life in a not punishing sense but in a fun sense and a enjoyable sense so yeah (sighs) what an episode we always say that we're gonna try and cut it short (laughs) or we're gonna like you know scale it back a little bit but we just love giving you guys so much uh you know so many thoughts, and things to think about, we don't. and We're like, oh, we don't have enough, or like, and then we oh, we it. we play <laughs> off of each other so well. At least we think so. But anyway, if you're ever thinking about, um, you know, having us cover a certain episode topic, please hit us up in the DMs or send me an email at Brittany at yourlifenutrition.org. But we hope that you found this information to be helpful, and we will release a new episode every other week together, and we will talk to you on the next episode. Do you struggle with figuring out what foods to eat and how to meal plan? Maybe it's stress or emotional eating, not feeling comfortable in your clothes, feeling overwhelmed with weight gain, or maybe you need to lower your blood pressure, blood sugar, or cholesterol. If you answered yes to any of those questions, I would love to help you. To learn more about working with me, either one-on-one or to join our private accountability group called the Goal Gutters Group, head to my website, www.yourlifenutrition.org. If you want to have a free discovery call to see if we'd be a good fit to work together, fill out the coaching application and I will contact you to set up our call and we can see which option would work best for you. On the Your Life Nutrition website, you will also find recipes, testimonials, and other blog posts that you might find helpful on your journey. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want to follow along with more things Your Life Nutrition, you could check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Your Life Nutrition, where I love to post daily inspiration to help you become a healthier version of yourself.